Hey listeners, welcome back to Immigrantly. I am your host Sadia Khan and I am so excited for today's episode as we are doing something different. First, it's September, which means summer is winding down and all of our young listeners are going back to school or college. And it's fall, my favorite season. I am so excited. You know, it's interesting because winter dampens my spirit summer overwhelms me but fall makes my heart smile yeah so i'm really excited because fall is here i am also sure that many of you will have pursued internships or summer jobs these past few months one of my daughters interned at a congressional office while the other taught coding at a local camp which is all great However, I do recognize that my daughters are privileged. Not all young people are offered the same opportunities as many of us who are privileged enough to receive. Today, we will be speaking to two such students from New York City who are working with a foundation called the Oyete Group in order to navigate the restrictions placed on undocumented youth. To give some background, we have Jason Autar, the Chief Operating Officer at the Oyete Group. For a little context, New York City offers youth between the ages of 14 and 24 with career exploration opportunities and paid work experiences each summer. The name of the program is SYEP, or Summer Youth Employment Program. Participants in SYEP receive the opportunity to explore their interests and career pathways, develop workspace skills, and engage in learning experiences that help to develop their social, civic, and leadership skills. SYEP enrolls upwards of 70,000 youth per year. However, this opportunity is only limited to youth who are deemed documented or have some type of permanent legal status in the United States. Based on independent research, there are about 13,000 undocumented high school students in the New York City Department of Education schools. However, we at the Oyate Group surmised that number to be too low. In 2019, a bill was introduced with the intention of rectifying the disparity in resources offered to the city's youth. New York public advocate Jemani Williams, who by the way challenged Kathy Hochul in this year's Democratic primaries, introduced legislation to expand youth employment. There are an estimated 13,000 undocumented high school students in New York City, all of whom are excluded from the city's summer employment program. Isn't that sad? The bill was coined as the Youth Employment Education Program, and it granted stipends to participating youth who could apply regardless of immigration status. Sadly, the bill did not pass. However, the Oyate Group is one of many nonprofits focused on addressing this opportunity gap and alleviating poverty at large. They are a community driven foundation dedicated to empowering youth and small businesses across New York City with career support and critical resources. During the spring of 2022, Oyate's founder and CEO, Tomas Ramos, began having conversations with Fordham University's Center for Community Engaged Learning. This department was interested in partnering with us to create an internship program for undocumented youth. 
They were interested in placing the young people, but did not have the money in their budget to pay the youth. Oyate decided to pay the students $500 per week using prepaid gift cards. Together, Oyate and Fordham were able to create a pilot program where the university would place the students in off-campus sites as well as with off-campus collaborators. This pilot program is called the Beyond Rising Internship Program. Through a partnership with the Center for Engaged Community Learning, the Oyate Group selected 20 undocumented students from a competitive pool of candidates. The internship program provided these 20 undocumented students with paid work experience through weekly $500 gift card stipends. The interns were placed in various departments within the Fordham University, ranging from the Dean's Office to the Athletics Department. In the fall, we will continue to provide a stipend-based mentoring program to these youth. And our hope is to begin providing much-needed assistance to the families as well. For Yayatea, this is just the beginning. We hope to empower these young people so they can continue to refine their skills, to sustain themselves and their families. Joining us in the studio, we have two wonderful students, 17-year-old Sheila Valdez and 17-year-old Aishir Ogando Barache. Both of our guests are high school students in New York City and have participated in the aforementioned summer program entitled Beyond Rising. Additionally, we have Lee Marie, who will be the interpreter for today's interview. So let's get started. I am so excited to have both the students with me in the studio and we also have Lee Marie from Oyate Group. She will be translating for the students if they are not comfortable, but I let them introduce themselves. So how about we start with introductions and if you could tell a little bit about yourself. And okay, my name is Sheila and I am 17 years old. In my free time, I like to listen to music, go out with my friends, play volleyball, etc. My name is Aisher, I'm 17 years old and I like dancing, I like makeup and I like listening to music too. I love it, Aisher. And to be honest, I feel like every teenager in this day and age knows how to do makeup. I don't know how you guys do it. Like, give me some tips. I need to know how to do good makeup. I'm missing out on it. So I'm really excited to talk about the internship program that both of you were part of. I am curious to know how did you hear about the program and tell me about the application process and what really made you decide to apply. And we'll start with Asia. Ok, a mí me gustó mucho que fue como al principio nos dieron una orientación, nos explicaron cómo iba a ser todo el proceso y como que nos introdujeron a ese proceso y, nos, y lo hicieron de una manera agradable que pudimos como que sentirnos confiados. Me gustó eso y realmente me gustó mucho la experiencia. So she said it was a very easy process. They went through a whole orientation and what she liked the most was that it was more welcoming and she just felt like they made us all together and they were able to feel so comfortable. Like they just took them in. I wonder how did you hear about it? Como tu oíste del programa. Oh, 
fue a través de la escuela realmente. Ellos nos convocaron desde la escuela. Oh, so they got recruited through the school. Oh. So they heard it in the school. So they got introduced about it through her high school. And Sheila, what about you? Eh, para mí fue algo muy divertido porque no se sintió como un trabajo en sí, sino que se sintió algo más agradable, más divertido, más que estábamos como en familia. Hubieron muchos amigos de la escuela que no hablábamos ni nada y pudimos acercarnos, hacer amistad, cosas así. So she said that for her experience, it was great and it was very pleasant because there were students that she never spoke to and she was able to speak to them. Like they'll see each other at school, but they won't speak to each other. Uh -huh. And she got to speak and meet other friends and make friends. And it was just fun to her. It didn't feel like it was just a job. It was just fun. So the program has ended, right? The internship was a five-week-long internship, and it has ended. Tell me, what kind of support do your schools offer in terms of career prospects in light of your immigration status? Is there anything you think that schools or communities could improve in providing assistance to students with this particular immigration status? Do you have any suggestions in mind for your school? ¿Qué eh, ayuda te da tu escuela eh, a ustedes? ¿Qué oportunidades? Yo creo que ellos son como muy versátiles con el tema del idioma, ya que ellos también hablan español. O sea, nos ayudan a que uno aprenda mejor el inglés. Nos dan clase bilingüe, que nos ayuda también mucho. Y también los sábados ellos tienen programas que nos ayudan con el inglés y clases. Y si tenemos, por ejemplo, algún problema con alguna materia, ellos sin ningún problema nos pueden ayudar después de la clase y así por el So what the school provides them is bilingual classes as well as English classes to better their English. But beyond the language, in terms of career prospects, in terms of possibilities to be part of the workforce, do they provide any kind of guidance? Para el trabajo, ¿qué oportunidad de trabajo y de carrera ellos le eh, ayudan a ustedes? Oh, sí. Ellos tienen como que... No recuerdo el nombre, pero ellos hacen como que aplicaciones para trabajos que realmente yo, yo no sé si para inmigrantes eso funcionará, pero ellos fueron quienes consiguieron este trabajo y la oportunidad de hacerlo. So, yo entiendo que esta fue una buena oportunidad porque pudimos aprender. Incluso yo, como que mi inglés fue mejor de, luego del trabajo, ya que yo solamente escuchaba inglés, entonces eso me ayudó mucho. So she said, you know, they helped them with the application process and there are certain jobs that she doesn't know if it allows the immigrants to take part of it, but just how she was able to enter this program Obviously, they were able to provide them with an opportunity, even though they are undocumented. So tell me a little bit about the program itself. You spent five weeks interning in different departments of Fordham University. What were some of the challenges? What were some of the learnings? Yo creo que fue como mucho crecimiento personal porque yo tuve que aprender a valerme por mí misma y también a ser responsable. O sea, yo tenía como la rutina de levantarme temprano siempre cuando yo estuve en el trabajo y yo lo hacía por mí misma. Por ejemplo, cuando yo voy a la escuela yo no lo hago porque yo quiero. Yo lo hago porque tengo que hacerlo. Pero esto yo lo hice porque yo realmente quería hacerlo. Y también aprendí como mucho a valerme por mí misma y a ser como más responsable con el dinero porque yo estaba ganando mi propio dinero y tener So she said school is mandatory, so she has to be forced to wake up early in the morning. Right. With a job, she, oh, I like she it. had to wake up <laughs> on her own 
And that's because she wanted to do what she was doing and she loved what she was doing. And also saving. She's never had her own money to be able to administrate her own money and things like that. So it was a kind of a challenge because she had to save, make sure that she was spending it correctly and things like that. So I am curious, what did you spend it on? What was your one splurge? In que tu, eh, tu gataste el dinero. A phone. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What about you, Sheila? How was the experience like for you? And what did you splurge on? La experiencia y en que tu gataste tu dinero. Bueno, la experiencia de trabajo fue muy chula porque fue como dijo Asher, fue algo que tuvimos que ya hacerlo, empezar a ser más responsable con el horario de llegada. También la administración del dinero ya no es mamá y papá que no lo da, entonces ya como que cuando sale del bolsillo de uno mismo, como que, oh, espérate, ya yo tengo que pensar en que tengo que guardar para otra cosa más importante. Y mi dinero yo lo gasté, aparte de que compré cosas personales para mí, como tenis, ropa así que necesitaba o que quería en el momento, también ayudé a mi mamá en algunos gastos de la casa para que ella no vaya tan forzada y yo estaba produciendo dinero. Okay, so she said her experience was awesome and was fun. And that sometimes it's not no mommy and daddy no more coming out out of pocket. So she did buy some personal stuff as well as she helped her mom with some bills. So she won't go too stressed and her bills and things like that. Were you able to make any particular fast friendships or did you have any notable experiences with any staff members there that you can think of or recall? Tuviste una experiencia con una empleada durante el cosa o alguien. No, en verdad no. Con los compañeros yo siempre me he llevado bien y con quien me tocó trabajar también se hizo una amistad bonita. She said she built a nice relationship with the lady that was working there as well as her hmm. friend. Would you recommend this program to other youth, your friends, people that you know? Recomendaría este programa a tus amigos, a tu familia. Al 100%. 100%. How did the program help you prepare for workforce in the future? Do you think it gave you certain skills to go into workforce in the future more confidently? Eh, ¿Cómo te sientes para tener un, un trabajo real, real ahora en el futuro? ¿Cómo este programa te preparó a ti para ir a, una, a otro trabajo? En verdad yo me siento muy bien y ya me siento como preparada para asumir un trabajo ya de más eh, responsabilidad porque como dije anteriormente esto no ayudó mucho con los temas del horario y de la administración entonces yo me siento ya preparada para un trabajo mayor. So she said that she feels prepared for a major job because this job prepared her administrative and mm. management wise. Aisha, what about you? Además de lo que dijo Sheila, también la semana de orientación, ellos nos dieron muchos valores que debemos tener trabajando. O sea, nos dijeron lo que deberíamos hacer como, tanto como jefes como empleados. Entonces, eso fue algo que me ayudó realmente mucho, porque aunque yo sabía la mayoría, hubieron algunas cosas que dijeron que yo realmente lo puse en práctica. So she said in orientation she learned a lot. Hmm. Because it was just time management, besides time management, dress code. So it gave her an idea to put a lot of things in place because it was a real job. To them, it was a real job. So you felt more like adultish, right? It's like, okay, I am doing a real job and I'm sure it disciplined you. 
My daughter interned at a congressional office this summer, and I think it was such a good thing for her because it did give her some structure, at least to her days that she went, because most of the time she was sleeping through the morning and the afternoon, which a lot of kids your age do. Now let's pivot a little. Aside from working all summer, which both of you did, which was amazing, what hobbies do you practice in order to keep that work-life balance and have some fun? What do you do to divert but she loves makeup. She just started doing makeup on her own ah. and she learned on her own. If you have a favorite makeup artist that you follow or a YouTuber that you want to give a shout out to, Yes, I love Kylie Jenner. <laughs> hey guys, it's Kylie. This is my makeup tutorial. I know I've done a few. And James Charles and Carla Valentina. Ah, interesting. Nice. You know what? I'm going to start learning how to do makeup on my own. <laughs> yeah, I think I am going to do that. Yeah, eyebrows are very perfect. Yeah, but there's a story behind that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Sheila? Eh, Sports and music is her thing. I love it. So I was prepping for this interview and I read about you. And you want to pursue criminology? Yeah. Why? Because first I called the attention. Todavía me llama la attention. It calls attention. But... Como que aquí en criminología es como algo más para mí, como eso de tener ese misterio, de tener que descubrir la cosa. Y mystery. Así. She's all about mystery. And ah. With that here is a lot of mystery. Ah. Do you listen to any true crime podcasts? Do you podcasts de eso? De criminología. No, todavía no. Not yet. Oh, not yet. I have a few suggestions. I'll suggest a few to you. What about you, Esher? What do you want to do in the future? Yo todavía no lo tengo muy claro, pero yo sí sé que a mí una cosa que se me da bien que me gusta es la política. O sea, me gusta mucho, pero también a mí me gustaría tener como mi propia empresa, yo ser mi propia jefa, tener como que no tener un jefe que me maneje, ser yo. She wants to be her own boss. I like and that. And administrate her own thing. She doesn't want to work for no one. <laughs> I like that. But she likes politics, though. Oh, you like politics? Mm -hmm. That's an interesting segue into my next question. We have midterm elections coming soon. Do you have any thoughts on what's happening in America when it comes to treatment of immigrants or immigration system? Do you want politicians to know anything particular? Si quiere que los políticos sepan algo en específico cuando viene con gente emigrantes y cosas así. Bueno, yo creo que quizás el sistema, no de aquí, mayoría de países, es muy duro con los inmigrantes realmente. Pero yo creo que debería ser como más versátil porque realmente los inmigrantes realmente vienen aquí a conseguir una mejor vida, quizás, porque una mejor educación, porque realmente aquí hay una buena educación, y conseguir cosas que en sus países no pueden, no pueden recibir o conseguir, exacto. Entonces, lo que yo creo que deberían ser como más amables con los inmigrantes, como yo, que también soy inmigrante. So she said, you know, some countries are harsh hmm. when it comes to immigrant, but she said that they should be more lenient 
especially with immigrants that are trying to do better for their future. Mm. And especially like her, she's an immigrant and she wants to better her education. And Mm. here is a great opportunity for a better education. If there is one thing that you absolutely, definitely hate when people ask you? Is there one question that's an absolute pet peeve for you? Que una sola cosa que ustedes odian que le pregunte. But like most emigrante? Like or... immigrant? In any context. No, en cualquier content. Yo no tengo de que, que yo pueda decir o oh, yo odio que me pregunten eso. No. No, she doesn't have any. Sheila doesn't. No. No. I'm sure either. Are you sure? ¿Estás segura? Sí, eh, acerca del contexto de ser un inmigrante, que me pregunten si yo vine en Yola. Eso. Oh, so she said the only thing, like, if it, it comes to the concept of being an immigrant is, oh, you came in a boat. Ah. That's one thing. So what would you say to people who say that? ¿Qué tú le dices a esa gente que te dicen eso? Yo realmente le diría como que, sí, claro, obvio, como que algo sarcástico. Yeah, something sarcastic, like, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> what is that you think people don't get about immigrants in America? ¿Qué tú crees que la gente no entiende de inmigrantes? Que yo siento que la gente, por ejemplo, cuando está en su país nativo, y lo voy a decir también como dominicana, porque también somos así. Creemos que cuando viene un inmigrante a nuestro país, quiere quitarnos lo de nosotros, o que quieren como que opacarnos, o que, so, o que los inmigrantes somos en sí ladrones, que venimos a su país a invadirlo. Realmente no es así. Venimos, un país es sumamente grande, o sea, cabemos todos. Entonces, nosotros venimos aquí por un futuro mejor. En cualquier país que se vaya, es porque tú estás buscando una oportunidad mejor, no algo peor. Entonces, es algo que la gente tiene que entender. So she says certain countries and certain people believe that when an immigrant comes to their country, it's to take over. Hmm. And she says no one should be thinking like that because in a country is big, we all fit together. I love that. So in the end of the day, you know, is making a different people come here to make a different with their life. It's just not here to make it worse. Absolutely. And I also want to ask both of you about how do you take care of your mental health? Because you're just kids and there's a lot that's happening around you. And because of your immigration status, I can't even imagine the toll that it must take on your mental health. So how do you take care of yourself? Como ustedes se cuidan en su salud y más en la mente. Bueno, yo lo que hago es no prestar atención a cosas que no son importantes. O sea, cosas que no me suman, no le presto atención. She pay them no mind. Whatever is not important or irrelevant, she doesn't pay no mind to it. I'm so glad you do that. But how do you do that, Sheila? ¿Cómo tú haces eso? Teach me how to do that. Es algo normal porque yo pienso de que si tú no me sumas, tampoco me vas a arrestar, entonces yo ignoro eso. By ignoring and blocking. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I will start doing that. Just press the ignore button, right? What about you, Aisha? Bueno, yo realmente como que tomo muy en cuenta eso de la salud mental, siento que es algo muy importante. Entonces, yo se escuché como mucho podcast acerca de eso, de crecimiento personal, de ser mejor persona. Y también yo entiendo que no todas las personas son como yo. Aunque yo soy una buena persona, yo sé que no todo el mundo va a ser así. Entonces, yo simplemente hago lo mismo que Sheila. Yo bloqueo lo que lo negativo. Yo simplemente como goodbyes. Yeah. So she says she listens to a lot of positive podcasts, especially for such an important topic, which is the mm. mental health. Mm. So she listens to a lot of podcasts when it comes to that. And she just blocks all the negative. Is there a favorite podcast? Yes. 
es un podcast, es en español, se llama Estas Ricas Podcasts, pero ella habla como de crecimiento personal, de lo que tú, pero realmente se llama así, yo no sé por qué, pero realmente es muy buena. That's the name of the podcast, in oh. Spanish, it's oh. a Spanish podcast. I love it. What has been the most rewarding part of participating in the internship program? ¿Cuál fue la más que ustedes regalo que recibieron en este programa? Como okay, la para... cosa más válida que recibieron en este programa. Para mí fue todo lo que yo aprendí como persona, sí, o sea, todo lo que yo crecí como persona, todo lo que yo aprendí, todo lo que me llevé, los amigos que yo hice también, porque realmente hubieron muchas personas que yo siempre veía en la escuela y yo decía como, no, y no va a ser mi amigo nunca. Y realmente hice muchos amigos que yo no pensé que tendría y eso me gustó mucho. She said the knowledge and oh. the friendship during the program, that she would think that she won't be speaking to them or anything in school, and she ended up speaking to them here. Are you in touch with all your friends that you made during internship? Yeah, I comunicado todavía sí, con todito. Sí. Yes. Nice. I like that. So in the end, this is a fun question. And I ask all my guests, and I'm really curious to know what both of you think, because you are part of Gen Z. If you were to define America, say in a word or a sentence, how would you do that? Como tú define Nueva York, la, la ciudad de la oportunidad. The city of opportunity. Hmm. <laughs> me quito la palabra. Yo decía algo así, pero yo diría que como la ciudad que te pone a prueba. Porque realmente yo he pasado por mucho de que... <laughs> The city that puts you through a lot of challenges. Because she has passed through a lot. And on that positive note, I want to end our conversation Thank you, all of you, for coming on our podcast, for Thank sharing you. your experience. I am so glad that we could create this space and have this amazing conversation. Best of luck for the future endeavors. I know both of you are back in school and you're probably waking up early in the morning. Not an easy feat. <laughs> Best of luck with that. But thank you. This was so great. And thank you, Lee Marie, for translating. And it was a pleasure having all of you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You just heard two teenagers who have the same aspirations, fears, weaknesses, strengths as their peers. They call America home. Yet, they are deprived of the immigration status to support that claim. A lot of times we judge people based on their immigration status, not realizing that many times having a legal status is a function of one's socioeconomic status in their countries of origin. To be able to apply for a visa is a privilege. To be able to afford a ticket to the U.S. is a privilege. At the end of the day, our collective humanity must and should trump how we came into this country. Because despite our different immigration status, we all belong. This episode was written by Zia Jafri and me, Sadia Khan. Editorial review 